Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my lovely ladies. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Before we hop into today's episode, I wanted to share an exciting announcement with you. Starting February 28th, I will be launching Simplify My Legion, a free audio summit that you can sign up for right now where you will have a private podcast added to your player so you can learn how to grow your list without growing your to-do list. In today's episode, we are going to talk through some lead generation strategies, all about how we can use collaboration to grow the work that we're doing. But this summit, this free audio summit, is going to be another tool for your tool belt that will help you find the one unique and simple way that you can gain more leads, how to know that that is the right strategy for you, and how to implement it so you're more present and productive. If this sounds like something that you are looking for, another free resource that could be of help to you, please go to themompreneurguide.com slash lead dash gen so that you can snag your seat, get this private podcast into your feed, and essentially get to binge an entire season within a week. I can't wait for you to check it out. Now let's hop into today's episode. Hello, lovely ladies. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today I have Emily Vermeer here with us, and she is a wife, mom to two kiddos, and driven opportunist making the most out of the year of 2020. In the past year, she's transformed her life from full-time job to multi-passionate entrepreneur all through the power of collaboration. Not only does she run a successful virtual assistant agency, but she also helps women build and scale their businesses through community. Emily and I became friends after connecting through Instagram, which I don't think is something people can often say. Instagram isn't always used as being social, which it's funny because it's social media and she has just got the greatest heart and mindset. And that's why I knew I had to have her on the podcast to share her philosophy and how seeing opportunities all around us combined with support from others, can shift our mindsets and grow our businesses. Emily, I'm so grateful to have you here to share your story and community building expertise. But before we get there, bring us up to speed on your mompreneur timeline so we understand your background and how you've gotten to where you are today. Yes, of course. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just to have met you in such a short amount of time. So great. And yeah, it's a great question. I love talking about it because it humbles me. And it brings me back to being like, oh my gosh, you have done this. And I feel like as women and as as mompreneurs, we forget to take a minute and be like, oh my gosh, you did that. Like you go girl. You know what I mean? So just to get you started on this mompreneur journey, I have been a mom for five years. My oldest just turned five and my youngest is about to turn four. And I didn't start my entrepreneur journey until about a year and a half ago. So I always had the spirit inside me and knew that there was opportunity for me. So I was working full time and Mm -hmm. my husband was working and we were doing this MLM literally in the pockets of our time. Like I would go to the bathroom and I would be on my phone at the same time peeing and answering messages at the same time. 
just regular mompreneur life too. <laughs> yes. Yes. That like the grit and the hustle and everything. Cause I wanted it so bad and I didn't even know what that looked like yet of being able to work from home and being able to be in that, but I knew I wanted it. And so I would do what I had to do and literally was in network marketing for about two and a half to three years. And I was burning myself out. I was hustling so hard. If I wasn't working full time or with my kiddos, I was on the phone. I was enrolling people. I was doing everything that I could. And I was losing sight on what was right in front of me. And I couldn't do it anymore. So I hit the last call button and I was like, you know what, if I can't do it, I'm going to hire someone that can help me do it. And if that doesn't work, I'm not doing this anymore. So I hired a coach and shortly we figured out the reason why I wasn't hitting the goals that I was desiring is because that was not my zone of genius. My zone of genius is not to sell people on shakes or on a product or on anything like that. It doesn't fill me up. That purpose was not for me at that point in my life. And so we started to dive a little deeper and we all like, everyone wants to help people, right? That's what everyone wants to do, but I had to dig deeper and what that looked like. And I finally started to listen to what people had to say about me <laughs> and like, what are you good at? And, and so I would even ask people like, what do you see me doing? And I started to realize that so many people in the group container that I was a part of needed help with backend work. So mm-hmm. editing things, creating landing pages, simple things that took me no amount of time to do. So with a little bit of time and Google on my hand, I was able to start helping people as virtual assistant. And then I was like, man, people will pay for this. So my coach hired me and was like, you know what? You're so good at this. I want you on my team. And so I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. So within two weeks, I was hired by two people. I had two clients and within two weeks, I was meeting my income at my full-time job. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. And I was only putting in like a quarter of the time that I do at my full-time job. So it was really beautiful to see, wow, you love what you're doing and you can do it in less time and you can make the same amount of money. So then my wheel started turning and I was like, wow, if I can do that with two clients, what would happen if I had four clients and I could still do the same amount of time and then I can be at home or wherever I wanted to be as long as I had Wi-Fi. And so what was beautiful about this journey is I had a mission, even before I hired my coach in 2020, I had told myself January of 2020 that I would not be working my full-time job anymore come 2021. We didn't know COVID was a thing then. It was not even in our brain yet. And so I was like, I know that regardless, it's going to happen. I thought that it was my MLM that was going to break me out of that, but it wasn't. And I still made that the goal. And so 2021, I quit my job, my full-time job, and we moved. And actually in the midst of moving, my husband needed a job. 
So I was like, hey, I need more clients. If I bring you on, we can have more clients. We started working together and that's how we built our agency. But the only way that my agency was built is because I got in the rooms of women that needed my assistance. And that was the power of collaboration and the power of putting my face into rooms of people that not necessarily just needed me, but that I could add value to. And even if they couldn't hire me, I could still teach them how to do what they needed to. And so that's just kind of how it built. I love it. I I love your story. There are so many pieces that I want to pick apart here in a good way because it's just filled with so many golden nuggets. So everybody needs to listen up to this because you said you just saw the opportunities in front of you and you took action. I am all about taking action once you have clarity. That's the work that I am lit up to do is helping you find that clarity so you can go take action. Yes. And so I love hearing that you worked with the coach and that was your first step you got clarity and realized, oh, this just isn't my zone of genius. And when you found your zone of genius and you listened to a combination of what others needed and what others said you were good at and what felt good to you, then it became easy. I mean, isn't that beautiful? I think all of us experienced mompreneurs have been in that place of trying to find clarity and maybe you already know what you're doing or maybe you have a whole list of different ideas and you're like, where do I fit into this? What is the common thread? And so I know that can be such a struggle. And I just love hearing people's stories when you have gotten that clarity, you take action and here you are a year later making huge strides, doing what you love. I mean, it's amazing. And you, in two weeks, you got two clients and you were making your full-time income. How does that feel? It was amazing. And I like, I wasn't even aware that that was a thing at that point. Like I had never heard of virtual assistant. And then, cause I had a, a background of social media and I knew that there was a market for this and that I was surrounded by a ton of women that needed assistance this way. And so it was really cool for that to just take off and to ride that wave and to be like, oh man, this is actually happening. (laughs) You know, I think we can all right now think back to our moment when we were like, whoa, this is working. Like this is our spot. Like I want everybody as you're listening right now to think, what is that moment when all of the pieces of the puzzle came together and it clicked? And if you haven't had that moment yet, then you need to check out the mastermind so we can get this figured out for you. So let's go into that strategy a bit more of how can we scale our business to the next level, really leverage our time? Because what you've done is you figured out what you love to do. You're doing it in less time, but you're still making the same amount of money. And I think we're always trying to learn that. How can we keep recalibrating, optimizing, and doing our best in the least amount of time so we could be productive, but also go be present. So tell us first and foremost about the opportunities around us. What are some tips that you walk your coaching clients through, through your strategy in order to help us optimize it? Yeah. So I will let you in on the phrase that has changed my life. That really was the foundation of my membership that I just started. And it was, how can I support you? Regardless, there's no end in it. It is open-ended, whatever you need. How can I support you? Whether it's sending you good vibes, whether it's sending you encouragement in a video, whether it is coming to a live that you're doing or being on a podcast or literally financially supporting you and being a part of whatever you have or donating a dollar. You know what I mean? So 
it's, it has changed my life because people are more open to that than me saying, I have this opportunity, right? And it also shows I'm here for you. And when they see that I'm here for you, they're going to return and say, how can I support you too? Talk about going back to the basics. Let's talk about humankind, right? Going back to just being a human way back in the day. It's I have this over here and I have this over here. How about let's trade because I need what you have. That is all about how can I support you? And so that was the segue into starting my membership. I was seeing the need that women have of not having a network. It always works for the people that have a network of people and influence over people. Well, how many of us here have a huge influence of 20,000 people? More people have the dream than they do the influence. So what do you have to do to get there? You have to get into the rooms of people, but you also have to give them value. You have to show them what it is that you have for them that's going to impact their life Mm -hmm. in one way or another. And so I started that with my virtual assisting agency and I was physically in rooms of people and they were able to see me work in Mm -hmm. what I do. And I'm really good at what I do. And I just show up and I do it and it's out of a servant heart. Mm -hmm. But also I was noticing that other women need that network of people that are not in those rooms, either because of financial reasons, or they just can't fly out and be in these big retreats or things like that. So I was like, wow, there's a gap here. There's a gap. So many people have the dream, but they don't have the tools. They maybe know how to market on social media. Maybe they're doing all the things right. I just had a call with someone and she's like, I'm doing everything right. But I can't get the people. And I was like, well, how many times are you collaborating with people? How many times are you getting into other people's followings? So then you're cross contaminating, right? We're cross (laughs) following and getting into that's how people get successful. And I don't know if you've ever thought about this this way, but I was thinking about like big music collaborations. So like Aerosmith and Run DMC way back in the day did a collaboration. And then like Nelly and Tim McGraw did a collaboration with a song. Two completely different people that like would never cross paths. They would never be sitting on a bus together, right? Like ever. But the reason that they collaborated is because they were getting into each other's different following and audiences. Mm-hmm. And what did that do for them? That increased sales, that increased revenue, that was more dollar in their pockets. And it was more people to follow them and to buy into what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I was like, no way. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I had never thought about it that way. You know what I mean? And so it was so interesting to think about that dynamic because Paul McCartney and Kanye did a collaboration And Mm -hmm. people didn't even know who Paul McCartney was. And they were like saying, Kanye, thank you so much for introducing us to Paul McCartney. It's so awesome. And I was like, how do these people not know about Paul McCartney, but Mm -hmm. they know about Kanye? It's a completely different generation, right? Right. And so when you collaborate with people of completely different followings, you're going to blow up. 
like 30 years later, you know what I mean? So it's just amazing. And I hope that that helped you guys with like a visual of how collaborations work Mm -hmm. in getting into different people's avenue because they have the people that you want to work with or that you can support too. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, talk about back to basics. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, let's think about that. The, The power of collaboration. You're right. It's so true. And Let's also touch on how beautiful your story is where you came from network marketing. I mean, it's in the name that it's all about how you network and now you're able to use that, but in a different way, you're bringing your light, you're bringing your zone of genius over to all of us who could use it as well. Can you tell us some tips when it comes to collaboration? Example, something that I know is it can be good to collaborate with people who are similar, but not exactly the same. So talk to us about some of those tips when it comes to collaboration, some of that strategy that we need to know so we could do it as effectively as possible. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. The biggest thing here that I recommend is connect with people, right? If they can't help you, they know someone that can. And so my biggest thing is I will ask and I will say, would you be interested or know of someone that would be interested? Because you never want to leave out a referral. You never want to leave out an additional how people can help you, right? I have family all across the United States and they're like, and we don't understand what you do, but we think that we know of someone that could use your services, right? And so by giving them the opportunity, because not many people will think of this, of saying, you know, maybe you don't need me, but maybe you know of someone that does. So I want to start with that. Connecting is huge. And then going into look them up, right? And see if this is someone that would have the community or the people that are looking for you and what you have to offer. Like I wouldn't go to a musician's page and follow a musician and look at their following and start messaging them because I know nothing about music. And so I would go and search people or connect with people that would have online businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Or are looking for a place to collaborate with people. Most people want to collaborate with people. So I have it kind of easy, but you know what I mean? So going in and doing a little bit of recon and research on these people and what they need and asking the question, how can I support you? Right. And just connecting with them. I think that's the biggest thing. We tend to lose ourselves when it comes to social media about the ease of just being a human. And so I think just being a genuine person and sending a voice message, we overcomplicate everything, just get Mm -hmm. back to the basics and being a human and pretend if you saw this person at a park, what would you say to them? Mm -hmm. And you had to say something to them, right? You wouldn't just fly off the handle and start talking about what you do. You always start with a gentle greeting and start with an opener, right? So just getting back to the basics. We just keep getting back to that. (laughs) I love that. And I love at the end of the day, what you're saying here is going back to where can I add value? Yes. So whether that means it's where can I add value for you? How can I support you? Or how can we all be connectors for each other? Like that is the power of collaboration. And I just, I I love that that is where you're going with this. It is so helpful. So tell us a bit more about this community. If everybody, as I'm sure we're listening and we're like, 
collaboration would be a nice way to do some lead gen and just continue to come from a place of service. Yes. Tell us about your membership and how collaboration is at the heart of that. Yeah. So I told you guys before I built this membership on the thought of so many people need a network, whether it's to practice with people, connect with people, share your services, add value, get services in return, and also needing a refuel. We get so filled up when we go to conferences, retreats, virtual events, anything like that. I was like, wow, how can I pair the two to where we can get filled, fill our cups, pour into other people's cups, giving the opportunity for people to speak and give their services to other people through this community and also drive home the importance of networking and collaboration. So that's where the membership started. It's a Facebook group community right now, and you get poured into on a weekly basis. There's Facebook lives in there, either presented by me or the mentors that are within the group. There's also opportunities for you to meet with other people. And I also highly encourage to go make friends with everyone that's in the group. We're all there to love and support one another. And then come 2022, we're going to have four in-person events throughout the year. And right now it's hyper-focused in North Carolina, the in-person events are, because that's where I'm based out of. But we're looking to grow and expand this to where we can have a collective in every state is the vision. So, yeah, I absolutely love what you're doing. I love your mission. I love your heart. I love how generous you are and what a place of service you come from. I am just so excited for everybody to hear your amazingness. If you are ready, let's move into the rapid fire questions. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Okay. So when it comes to these, I have found that when it comes to mompreneuring, there are three things that have allowed me to do it with more ease and that's strategy, support, and self-care. So we're going to hit on those in these rapid fire questions. First one being, what is your favorite strategy to help you be more present and productive besides what you've shared with us today? Great question. Okay. So I'm a planner and I need to know what's going on (laughs) or I can have a panic attack. Let's be real. So I love my calendar. And I also love that my husband has a calendar Mm -hmm. and that we check in with each other every morning. Now we work together. So it's a little different, but also just knowing, Hey, I'm going out of town this weekend. So that means that I need a sitter Mm -hmm. because I can't do it all on my own. And so just being aware of what the day has ahead of us, it's easier to respond to the chaos that comes in during the day because you're like, I already know what's coming and that's not coming. So that can be set aside. So that's my strategy. Yeah. (laughs) If it's not on my Google calendar and then I add my husband to it, that way we're both notified because I'm just like you. Communication is key. In my opinion, the more I rather overshare with him, which he might not always appreciate, but I rather (laughs) overshare and tell you everything that you need to know. So we're on the same wavelength. Plus it's just a mental load for us. You know, like we can't do it all to ourselves all the time. So I love that you're a fellow planner as well. Tell me what is the number one essential support you have that you couldn't live without? Oh, that's a great question. I feel like I have so many of these, but I would have to say having that one true bestie Mm -hmm. that you can go to that is outside of your spouse. Someone that understands me is also in the same 
not season, but she has a kid. Mm -hmm. She's an entrepreneur. She gets it right. And so it's someone that I can come to when everything else is hitting the fan Mm -hmm. and she understands and she can pour into me and vice versa. I can pour into her just as much and she gets value from that relationship. Mm -hmm. So I would just say that support and having that one person that you can go to and check in with. And if she doesn't hear from me in like 24 hours, she's like, girl, what is up? (laughs) Something's got to be going on if you're not talking to me. And I was like, okay, sorry, busy day. (laughs) But it's so nice to know that someone's looking out for you, you know? Exactly. I love that. I have a handful of business besties that were on Boxer, like individually with each of them. And so I'll just be like, hey, crazy idea. Thinking of this, what do you think? Like, tell me what's going on in your business. What's going on with your kids? Mine are all sick. No. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so tell me, what is your go-to self-care activity? Like, what is the one thing when you need self-care that you go do to fill your cup back up? I'm glad you said this because sometimes I feel guilty about this, but I binge TV. Mm-hmm. Like, if I find a show on Netflix, that just makes me feel so good. Like, just it turns my brain off. Let's say that. And I need that. My brain is always going. And if I can't turn it off, I get overwhelmed. And then I also go into self-sabotage mode, which is not good. So it's nice to dive into something that's like, so, you know, whatever. It's just just TV and I love it. I love it. Okay. Tell me the one show that you've watched the most. And then your new favorite one that we all need to binge, because I feel like we're all very similar. I am a friend's girl through and through. I can put it on and watch it season to season. I probably have watched it over a thousand times, not even kidding. Yep. And so that's my go-to show. Mm-hmm. And the one that I have binged lately and it's so good is Ted Lasso. Yes. Oh, oh. Yes. I love Ted Lasso. Gosh, it's so good. And I'm not, I'm not a sports person, Mm -hmm. but I was here for it. I was like, this is so good. Like, give me all the positivity. Give me all of this. It's so great. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Uh, Last but not least, tell me your most stereotypical mompreneur story. Think kids running through a zoom call with underwear on their heads. What's a funny story that all of us mompreneurs can be like, we feel ya, and only us can understand (laughs) that moment. Totally. So my daughter was probably 18 months at the time. And I believe she was homesick from school. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this is COVID time or I was working from home or something. Mm-hmm. And so I was working from home. She was there. We were also in the middle of renovating our house. Okay. So I would paint a strip of siding like every five minutes mm-hmm. when I had a break. Well, so I remember I was on a zoom call and I was like, okay, I got to do this zoom. She woke up and we would just open the door and put a gate onto the patio. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, man, she's doing great. Like I've been on zoom for an hour. She's 18 months. She's quiet. Like this is phenomenal. And so then I was getting a little nervous. I was like, she's been too quiet. Like there's a gate. I know she can't climb out of the gate. So like what's going on? I know the dog's out there. Like what is happening? So after the zoom call ended, I walk out. My daughter is completely painted like Brown. We lived in a log cabin. She had painted her whole body with siding paint and was Brown from her head to her toes. She was holding the paintbrush when I walked out. 
somehow she had my phone and she had completely painted my entire phone, stained the deck that we had not stained yet. She had painted part of the deck, like not obviously she's 18 months. So it's like this big blob. And I was like, Oh my gosh. But the cutest thing is she's holding the paintbrush and she's like, my, I like so proud, so proud. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my gosh, your dad is going to kill me. I cannot believe that you've been doing this for an an hour Uh and she probably ate some of the paint. I don't know. She's still alive. She's four. She's doing fine. Everything. We're doing great. (laughs) And we were able to scrub it off within like a week, but like that was just I was like, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> can't get mo- more mompreneur than that. I always, yes. every time I hear these stories, everybody's going to laugh because you hear it again and again, but you cannot yeah. do the entrepreneur without the mom seeping in. It's just what yes. happens. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, Emily, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for sharing with us this power of collaboration, how we can infuse it into our business and how it can help us take ourselves to the next level. Let's bring it back to the basics. Let's get community going again. And I so appreciate you sharing your expertise with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Ready to grow your list without growing your to-do list? Head to themompreneurguide.com slash lead dash gen to snag your seat to the Simplify My Lead Gen Audio Summit. See you next time.